Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Preview. I am one of your hosts and co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, Jeff Hartman. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. Brian Anthony Davis, he's a big PP. What's up, Brian? How's it going? I am so excited, my friends. We've got Steelers 3-0, Titans 3-0. This weekend, it's going to be a fantastic game. I cannot wait. Are the Steelers going to be undefeated at the end of this game? Yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got someone forgot to send Brian the memo about the game. We'll get to that. Dave Schofield, the other co-editor, what's going on? Uh I if Brian wants to be all excited and happy, I'm gonna be the old man shouting at clouds because there's just so many things and and so many awful, awful takes about the situation that has me so frustrated because you know why? We are the Pittsburgh friggin' Steelers. <laughs> they are better than this. The, screaming about wanting to forfeit or, oh, whining about, oh, it's so terrible, stretch of games. I'm, I'm telling you, if that's what the live chat's here to do tonight, All I'm right. just going we'll, we'll to we'll 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 for everyone out there listening, whether you're listening on audio platform or watching live on YouTube, you got to understand this is extremely frustrating for everyone involved. It's frustrating for the Steelers players, coaches, organization. They're preparing for the upcoming game, and then they're told they're not playing it. The fan base is frustrated, especially I feel like the fans that woke up this morning, checked behind the steel curtain.com, saw that, holy cow, they're going to be playing on national television on Monday. That's going to be great. Yeah. Maybe you're out of market. And you're not going to – you get to see the game. Come to find out, nope. You're not getting to see any game. They're going to have a week for bye. I'm frustrated with a lot of things. I'm sure that everyone is, in a sense, frustrated by a lot of things. Well, we know Dave is. But, Brian, let's start with you. I just want your – if we're doing this, like, post-game style, what's your knee-jerk reaction to the fact that the NFL said it's we're postponing it till later? Later. They still don't know when. I'm going to save that for when I talk. But, Brian, what was your knee-jerk reaction? I think it's a whole bunch of hooey, if if you ask me. Look, here's the thing. This is, I get it. I know what we're trying to do. But Ben Roethlisberger said it best the other day when he said, you put things in place here. You, you mandated that we have extra practice squad players for this to happen. So they should be playing the game. Pittsburgh, I mean, I, I know I sound like a whiny little kid here saying, look, Pittsburgh didn't, didn't do this. They had nothing to do with this. They followed the directions. Somebody was patient zero. Somebody in Tennessee exposed themselves. And it, I mean, it could have been, it could have not only affected them, it could have affected the Minnesota Vikings. And what happened last week when last year, is that what you guys, okay. So I was abused. <laughs> You know, they put the Vikings in danger, but look at the Detroit Lions right before the game. Somebody tested positive. Okay. That one apple could have one rotten apple could have spoiled the whole bunch. All right. But we're not going to stop it there. So this is kind of hypocritical is all I'm saying that you put these plans in place and you're saying, okay, we just can't go. There's so many things you can do. We'll talk about what they're going to do as far as the bye week later. We'll talk about all of that, but there is a silver lining for this in me, fellas. And I'll tell you what this is. 
as much as I'm bummed about the Steelers not playing this week, because I hate bye weeks, and I know why we need bye weeks. I remember back in the days when they had two bye weeks in, starting in 1990. It was an 18-game season. It sucked. It was horrible because there was two weeks that they weren't playing. So, But what I'm saying is I get bummed right after that game, knowing that there's a game, not a game next week, and I've got to go all that time waiting for the next game. So you're hitting hitting me with this on Thursday, half of the bye week's gone for me. So I just have to get through Sunday. And next thing you know, we're talking about the Eagles. So I'll take it. This, I mean, this is probably best case scenario for the bye week. So we're not going to be complaining when, when they're playing in week seven or week 18 or whenever. We're not going to be complaining then. But so we're halfway through. It's almost over. And it just begun. Yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple issues that I want to bring up, and I don't want to steal too much away from my podcast that's going to run tomorrow morning, Friday morning. So if you're listening to this live on YouTube, check out my Let's Ride. The first half of the show is me kind of ranting about all of this, but mainly to one specific entity. It's not the Tennessee Titans, although I do bring up Mike Vrabel and his team and his organization, but it's the National Football League. I'm so frustrated with the National Football League, and here's why. I'll give you the short the short synopsis. Before the season started, the NFL was asked, how many positive cases would it take for you to postpone or cancel a game? And they said, well, we're not sure. It'll be a case-by-case basis. And so I was left scratching my head. I'm like, uh, really? Like, case-by-case? I feel like that should be a number. I mean, if you have more than two, we're going to postpone the game. Or if you have, you know, whatever. But no, they, they drag this whole thing out. And so we understand the incubation period. We're not morons. We can read too. And we understand that there's a possibility like exactly what happened. One guy gets tested or three players, then another, te- then another coach, then another player, then another player, and so on. I get why they postpone the game. But again, what is the use of having the expanded practice squad? If you're not going to even utilize it, if the expanded practice squad is only for game day, meaning they do, they do the test on Saturday comes back positive Sunday. You need someone to play. That's them. That's fine. But I don't understand how they couldn't say, look, if we have two or more positives, we can't play because you know, the incubation period, that's probably not going to change in the course of a football season. And it would make it for a, a lot easier planning for everyone in general. Next frustration. How in the world do you not know what you're going to do with these games? So you postpone the game until when? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Are you, Okay, so are you going to mess up the Ravens, the Titans, and the Steelers' schedules, which seems to be the easiest course of action? Are they going to create a Week 18 for games? that? Because let's be honest, this might not be the only game that has to get postponed. Are they going to have a Week 18 where they can bump other games back to the, that week? The fact that they don't know and they don't have these answers is 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 beyond idiotic and beyond frustrating. But I got to be honest, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. The National Football League could have learned everything from Major League Baseball and how they royally screwed up at the beginning of their their return to play. The Miami Marlins, the St. Louis Cardinals, they botched it every way possible. And the NFL is just kind of like sitting on their hands like, well, we don't know what to do. And we're waiting to talk to our experts. Where is this protocol? Because to me, the only thing I've seen is the protocol for daily testing. And then what happens if you have a positive test? This 
is not being handled correctly from the National Football League standpoint. Does it suck for the Steelers? Yes, it does. Because like Brian said, they had nothing to do with this. They have had no positive cases. They practiced. They were getting ready. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But at the same time, the players are left in limbo. Like, Are we playing? Are we not playing? I don't know. I think the National Football League didn't do a good job with this. There's no way in, in their right minds they thought that they were going to get through a whole season without dealing with this. Or maybe they did. Maybe they did. I don't know. Dave, go ahead. Your turn. All right. I have been very patient here. You have, David. You have. I have. And well, other than cracking up laughing when Brian exposed himself. Well, um, they got caught with their pants <laughs> down too. I was gonna yeah. say that. And I Yeah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> um okay. Jeff, I see what you're saying about a certain number of players. How many players would it take? It's not, I don't think it's a cut and dry issue with that. Well, how, how would be, it not be though? Explain well, yourself. Because it's a progression. It's a how many players and the timeline and the progression of it. Okay, that's so that's you, the thing. No, no, hold on. It's my turn. I'm getting there. I let, <laughs> I didn't, I let you go. Okay, this, go. This Explain is, yourself. I'm this curious. This Tuesday night. All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Brian loves it. So it, like, it, it could only be two players and they, it could be four players and they are fine. It could be two players and they're not. It's it was the progression of stuff. You got the you got the results on Tuesday from Monday's tests. Then it's where does it go from here? If there were no more positives after that, they might have even played on Sunday. You know, that's just kind of how it was going to be. But it's how how it progressed. When you wrote the article, it's still our number one article on the site today. People are still reading it. You even took it down. But what else could you do um, about the about the game being nationally televised on Monday? You know, that was the plan this morning. What changed everything? The positive. Another positive, which meant things that, that things weren't, it's all the progression that it was going through. If there wouldn't have been that one today, the game probably would have been played on Monday. But without that, and they needed to make the decision, they had to do it. And no, it's not just because people needed to set their fantasy lineups because, like, <laughs> I, I lost Derek. I lost Derek Henry. I lost Juju Smith-Schuster. I lost... Uh, well, I'm actually happy now because my two kickers I have um, are Tucker and Boswell, so now they don't have the same bye week, maybe, uh, depending on how they end up playing that out. So the thing is, that's why you can't say it's a set number because it could be that number, but it's how it progresses because what if there was no positive case today? If there was no positive case today, they would they were up they were already up to what, four players? And then that one put it up to five. So then you were at four. So it wasn't that they went from four players to five players. They could have had three more players that tested positive on for Monday's test on Tuesday. And if they still have nothing today, so it's not so cut and dry with that. Does it royally suck that it's the Steelers that are the ones that are having to deal with this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it their fault at all? No. Should people be whining about they should get a forfeit from this? I mean, come on, turn turn it around. Turn it around. That's not that, who wants a forfeit? Who wants the want forfeit? forfeit? I don't want a forfeit. And then people are like, oh, well, well, Tennessee had a couple guys that were going to be out, and they'll be back in a few weeks if they play in week seven. You know what? You know what the Steelers want to do? They want to beat every single player on the Tennessee Titans being there and healthy and beat them like that. If they're if it takes the other team not having their full squad in order for them to win the game, then do they really deserve to win the game? This is how it's played. This is how it goes. And the other thing I want to say about the whole scheduling and having a plan, 
this might not mean anything to any of you all out there listening, but I, but I actually have a, have another part-time <laughs> gig that I do scheduling <laughs> softball stuff. I schedule, schedule my games. You schedule my games. I schedule your games. <laughs> I, I, I do this. And, and the biggest one I do is with the one with your games. That's yep. that it's been as many as 34 teams playing 20 games in a 16 week span. And I schedule it all and I put it all together. And you're like, do you have a plan? I have a plan, but it really all depends because you also have teams that can't play on certain days and things like that. So I have certain days where I can squeeze in games, certain days that certain teams that can't go in there. So when things come up, you figure it out as they come up. And and there and do I have and people are like, well, maybe we what about a week 18 added on to the end? Well, you know what? Why put why add on a week 18 now when you have a fix? Because you're like, well, there might be more games to go there. But what if another one of those games involved the Steelers? Then you're still in the same boat. You don't work, you don't push things out at the end until you have no other options now. And now there is an option. And I know people don't like it and they talk about the bye week being early. I got something coming out about that tomorrow. Teams generally do better with an earlier bye week. It's the numbers. That's the way it goes. And yeah, it's tough on the players, but you can also get on a roll. You can look at it any which way. Bottom line is, like we said before, when people that say that the Steelers are playing two te- or played three teams that are a combined 0 and 9, all they can do is play the teams that they're scheduled to play. And all they can do now is, pe- is, is play the games when they're scheduled to play them. Everyone's so worried about we don't have an advantage over the Ravens or anything. You know what? Do you need an advantage over the Ravens or do you just need to beat the Ravens? That's what it really comes down to. You know, did you need an, an advantage over the Titans, or do you just need to beat the Titans when you finally get on the field with them? It really comes down to when those 48 guys step on the field, whenever it is, winning the game. And that's what it comes down to. I just before I get let Brian talk, I, <laughs> I still think I still think that the NFL could say something that could give teams that are in the Steelers situation a little bit more clarity other than nothing but could, well, we absolutely. have to wait and see doesn't yeah. have to be a number, but it could be a day. If you have two positive cases by Thursday, the game's not happening or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. I don't know if that's proper. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not going to pretend one. I didn't stay at a holiday Inn express last night, but nonetheless, <laughs> I think the NFL has screwed the pooch here. Dave, you disagree in a, in a way. Hey, that's fine. We, we are, we are missing the big picture right now. What is that big picture? Joe Flacco is on the field for the New York Jets. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait, did, are you serious? Did Darnold get they hurt? They just put Darnold into the locker room. I think. Yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah, he got slammed oh, down. Je- <laughs> there goes your multiplier, <laughs> Jeffy. Okay, Brian, go ahead. You've been sitting patiently. All right. Imagine twenty-one days between games, early in the season in September. Imagine that. A three-week bye week. Could you imagine that? Wouldn't that be crazy? What happened? It happened to the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2001. You know what happened in week one? The Steelers on September 9th got blown out by the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. They're 0-1. Two days later, tragedy strikes our nation. Devastation. 9-11. We all know what happens after that. Week two is canceled. What people don't realize, week three... Week two was moved, not canceled. Yes, it was postponed. Yep. They made a made a week eighteen, or they they took it to the the uh, they took it to January. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say here is, week three, Steelers had a buy. Steelers had a why? Why did they have a buy? 
It was a scheduled buy. You know why? There was a that was when there were still an odd number of teams. There was a buy every week. There was a buy in week one. There was a buy in week seventeen. Oh, okay. Um, and in week two, it was supposed to be the San Diego Chargers, and it got moved to the end of the season. So people forget there. There's been buys in week one, week two, week three, week seventeen. Well, so so yeah. there's a buy. So they don't play again until September thirtieth. So mm-hmm. what happened? What ends up happening? They go thirteen and three this year. They play fifteen regular season games in a row. Then they play two more playoff games because they went to the AFC Championship that game. They played 17 games in a row. They went 14 and three in that stretch. So it's possible. It's the heart and the character of the team. This is the kind of Pittsburgh Steelers team that I admire because I think they have a lot of heart and a lot of character, um, a lot of uh, intestinal fortitude as well. So I don't think that matters to them. I don't think it matters to them when their bye week is. It matters to guys like Eric Ebron, who's a dad, who had his son's birthday party scheduled for that weekend and now can't go. It matters to the person, but it doesn't matter to the player. So for me, losing a game this week, I don't have a problem with it because that's what they're doing. I have a problem with what Jeff has a problem with is the way it was handled. Yeah, They... They got caught with their pants down. They could have put something into play. I think Wes put it on here earlier. They could have put, knowing that it's COVID and knowing you have stuff in here, you could have had some buffer weeks in between. You could have had, you could have put an extra buy. You could have done something, but they kind of swept it under the rug and let's deal with it when uh, when uh, the ugly girl you knock up comes knocking on your door. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about it then. Your wife's in the other room. Listen, honey. Oh, it's FedEx. Don't worry about it. I, I got a birthday gift for you just to stay in the other room. Uh, look, look how much you need. You know, it, it's that. And that's what the NFL did. That's exactly what the NFL did. Oh, my gosh. I know, it's funny because Wes, Wes thinks I'm going to be eating crow when I'm sorry that the Steelers are dealing with injuries when they're playing the Titans. You know what? Stop living in your fears. Next man oh, up, Tomlinism. just do what you got to do. You know, you're so sure guys are going to be hurt. Were guys hurt when they had that bye week? The lat when you talked about that, Brian. I mean, come on. It's just it is what it is, and you could whine about it. And if things were only if things were turned around, and it was the other way around with the Steelers, you you know, people had no problem saying, "Oh, well, the Titans they just have to deal with this. It doesn't matter if the Steelers can practice and they can't." And now they're like, "Oh, the Steelers aren't going to have the same prep for the Ravens." I'm like. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. This was tw- the 20. 20- we knew this was 2020 when we said, let's have football anyway. I'd much rather have football. Okay. So before I get to my next question for you all, Grayson Brown puts 499 in the tip jar says, I understand, but this is poor handling of situation. If this happens again, other teams will be screwed as well. I'm not liking this at all. Look, if you listen to Mike Tomlin's post practice press conference today, he said, basically, look, we understood what we were signing up for and we understood there were going to be some crazy things that could and probably were going to happen. And so he said, this is one of those things. Is he disappointed? Yes. They asked him, which is my next question for you all uh, basically said, Hey coach, you uh, upset about possibly playing the next 13 games in a row. He said, we do not care. So guys, my question for you is which do you think is more intimidating Maybe even just his fans, you know, because we seem to care more about this than they do. He said, 
that football players live them, their lives in seven week, seven day cycles is what he called it. And we kind of do it as a website as well. We have our own little things that happen every single day, just like they do with practice. We have certain podcasts, certain articles that run and you just go through a little cycle every single week. And next thing you know, you're three weeks in, you're thinking, holy crap, they've already played three games. So with that said, which do you think is more important, whether it's as a team or as a fans, is the fact that they come out of this, they have back-to-back home games, don't they? Yep. Four, they'll have four straight home games. The four straight home games, meaning yep. half of their home schedule is done, or yeah. that they're going to have to play 13 games without a bye, which is the bigger deal to you, Brian. Go ahead. You know what? The Really, the I'd rather have uh, less home games uh, off of the schedule, but... I really don't think it matters at this point. You know, for the players, they don't they don't care. I agree with Tomlin. You you all played little league baseball or you played sports. And I want you to picture an 80-pound bat with a mullet, 1983. Picture this. I'm there at Johnstown PA. It's pouring down rain. I've got a game, and there's no game. My dad comes and says, Sorry, it's been rained out. And I'm like, no, I don't get to play for another three or four days now. And it was excruciating because that was, I mean, it was in my fiber back then to play. These guys, it's in their fiber to play. They don't care when they're trying to chase a brass ring or a silver football-shaped trophy. They they don't care. They're chasing a lot more than, than just having a bye week this week. You know, they they'll be they'll have momentum going then. They're not, I mean, the bye week is probably uh rougher on the fans than it is for the players. Yeah. I know some of I mean some of them use it to get healthy, and I understand the part about getting healthy, but regular scheduled teams get week four bye weeks or week five bye weeks. It happens a lot. And Dave, I don't want to step on Dave's article, but the stat that that he mentioned today was fantastic. And That's what it's based on. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? It's not much of an issue for the for the blood pumping in the hearts of 53 guys or maybe 55 or whatever on game day. For those guys, they don't care. They just want to play ball. Dave, what do you think? Home games or the 13 <laughs> games in a row? Um, I'm I honestly, I think it's the home game issue is more that you're going to have that you're going to have half your home games done six, you know, six games into the season. Um, I, I think back to the to the magical 2004 season when when the Steelers had they had a rough stretch in the middle when they went back to back against undefeated teams and beat them both, but they had them both at home. But you know what? All you can do is play, and you know what? What Matt? There's two things that matter. One, getting to the postseason. And this year, there's only one buy. So that's going to be a really tough one to get anyway. That's one. And two, getting there healthy and on a roll. That's what you got to do. Healthy and on a roll. So if they've got a tough stretch in the middle, all it could maybe do is make them – I mean, you have to ask yourself when it comes back. Could it be that, oh, this is brutal? Yes. Could it be that actually having to go – Two ten. I mean, because this isn't set in stone yet, which I'm still frustrated because they said a decision coming shortly. That was what uh, twelve hours ago. Yeah, and we still don't know when the game's going to be. That's what's frustrating to me. But if, but we're just kind of talking as if they're doing that whole thing of shifting back the Ravens game and putting it in where Tennessee had a buy and stuff like that. But if they got to go to Tennessee and then to Baltimore and then to Dallas, you know what? 
Maybe that stretch is only going to make them better and get them better prepared for the playoffs when they come around. We don't know. It's all, bottom line is you got to go out there and play the games. But Jeff, yeah, when we had our softball tournament uh-huh. a month ago, what happened? What happened the first time after I did all that work and scheduled everything? Got rained. We out. had the remnants of the, of the of a hurricane coming. Through. Yeah, we got rained out. Were there teams that had a really great team ready to go for that first time when it got rained out, and they didn't have either, and they couldn't even field a team, or they didn't have nearly as good of a team when that happened? Absolutely. Were there teams that were struggling to get guys like mine because there was a wedding, and now all of a sudden more guys can play and they have a better squad? Absolutely. It is what it is. I look at this because the Steelers had nothing to do with it. Like, like a game got washed out, like it, like it was a hurricane or something like that. It would have been no different than then to have to reschedule it like that. It just stinks because how it was bad. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Gaffed um, throughout the week trying to get to it. My next question for you guys is is a tough one because I don't think anyone wants to point the finger at anyone. You put any blame on the Titans? Not necessarily Mike Vrabel, but the organization, the players. I mean, is there any part of you that says, "Man, this is on you guys"? Like th- that, there's there's been talk in the in the uh, live chat about it. Um, but it, it I, I I'm just gonna say this. I forget who it was. I, I someone in the AFC. I know it might have been a member of the Chiefs said that the most disciplined team might win the Super Bowl this year. And they didn't talk about discipline as in penalties on the field. They talked about making adjustments off the field, not going out. Ben Roethlisberger saying he's homeschooling his children to keep them home so that it's less exposure for them, which means less exposure for him. Their sacrifice is being made. Brian, do you put any blame on the Titans? And if so, how much? You know, I put more blame on the Las Vegas Raiders if they end up getting this for, uh, you know, having that uh, fundraiser or having fans and nobody's wearing masks and they're not being careful during that entire thing. And, you know, I would I have I put more blame on the St. Louis Cardinals for going clubbing and just, just doing stuff like that. Look. You know, not a lot of people know what I do for a living, but I go into doctor's offices every single day that I go to work. I go to maybe eight or nine doctor's offices a day. I have to wear a mask. I cannot take that mask off. I I have to uh, change everything that I do. But I'm still grabbing doors. I'm still, I mean, it's still hard to... uh, uh, it's still hard to not touch your face when you get back in the car before you go ahead and put the hand sanitizer on it. There's, I mean, I can go to uh, the pharmacy to pick up something or I can go to down the street. Um, I could go to sheets and after I'm, I'm done, I'm pounding on the, uh, the paper towel dispenser. I could, I could go ahead and, and pick it up. I mean, that's a possibility. You know, we're going into flu season. We're going into all of that. So it's really hard to say that somebody was negligent unless they were really negligent. You know, for us to say, you know, let's go ahead and uh, um, just pile on the Titans right now because they did something wrong. Now, I did say earlier in the show that the Steelers didn't do anything wrong and there was a patient zero and it happened. But that's just being caught in the crossfire is really what it is. You know, anybody you know, could come up with this. So, so yes, Bad is exposing himself all day. Um, so, 
you know, but the, the <laughs> Thaddeus, that was great. But the bottom line to this whole thing is, you know, if they were out doing something negligent, then yeah. But the odds are maybe they didn't because it takes one to spread it, right? To get it started, possibly just one. Um, so, you know, I I really can't. Uh, I don't want to be one of the uh, the Titans. And there's there's a pretty decent name in the Titans. Uh, Correa, who has it too. Very good player. You know, that's a guy that I wanted the Steelers to pick up in free agency as a linebacker. Um you know, he has it. I wouldn't want to be any of those guys or any of those staffers that has it, you know, that are dealing with it. I know what happens if, if I bring it home into my house. So, you know, I, I can't really point fingers. What about you, Dave? You blaming Vrabel and the boys? I am doing what I will, what I like to do with everything in life. And I wish more people would do. I am reserving my judgment to actually get the the proper and full information to know really what happened. That's not fun. You know, what's that? <laughs> that's now, not I know fun. it's not, I know you're saying that's not fun, <laughs> but I'm saying, because you want to know what too many times people hear something and they jump to a conclusion and then they start to get the real information. And all they're trying to do is have it fit the conclusion they've already drawn. I'm not going to draw the conclusion. I'm going to let, you know, this is my, this is the scientist in me. I'm going to let the data speak for itself see what happens. I know now they, they were worried about the Houston Astros because the bus driver that drove the, 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 the drove the team, the Titans to the stadium is also used um, to drive the Astros um, when they were playing the twins. So they're worried about that a little bit. Um, I don't know that that's where it started because I'm, didn't Tennessee already have an assistant coach that didn't make the trip because he tested positive? Yes. Yeah. Linebacker yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So that's all. So, but are the, you know, you just kind of assume that the one case from last week and the cases from this week are related. Maybe they're not. We don't know. We're not sure. I can jump to a conclusion. I'm going to say I'm going to be very upset if they did something reckless and something should be done. And if they didn't, then they're just like, um, so many other people in this country that have that have got this disease, not of something that they did on their own, but just something that kind of happened to them. Dave's answer is brought to you by ABC Fencing on the fence for twenty <laughs> years. All your fencing needs. Hey, Brian, you give me all the data. I'll make I'll, I'll make an informed decision. So I would, yeah. Well, let's. If you're looking at when you talk about informed, I mean, you think about what we know about the incubation period. I've been paying attention to pro football doc. A lot of people don't like this guy on Twitter, um, but he is a medical doctor, former um, team physician for the San Diego chargers. Yes. When they were in San Diego, he's been talking all about viral load. And now he's like, I did not expect any Minnesota Vikings to test positive. And they haven't yet because he said, even if you're tackling each other and bumping up against each other for three hours, there's not enough viral load to actually get give you the virus it's within the team it's people that have lockers next to each other it's goes going to meetings it's eating it together it's all those things i was like well i'm learning something so maybe that has something to do with it it's going to be interesting to make sure that the vikings i know they're paying really close attention to the minnesota vikings because that's who the the titans played last week but you know what <clears throat> we'll see we'll see when the steelers play no one knows when they play at least not when this is being recorded live on youtube and when they do, 
We'll be here to talk about it. Until then, the NFL has left the players, coaches, fans completely in the dark. Who's not in the dark will be us when we come back after this break. If you're watching on YouTube, stay here. We're not going anywhere. If you're listening to an audio platform, make sure you go check out part two, and we'll be back right after this break. <laughs> 